Hello and Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the first broadcast of 2022 for On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm your facilitator, Vincent T. Edwards, the one and only Mr. Speaker. Please visit the website at robertgrudolph.org. That's robertgrudolph.org to listen to this podcast and previous podcast episodes and to stay informed of what the bishop has going on today. Day kicking off the new year, we're going to be talking about losing my religion coming from James 1 26 through 27. But first and foremost, welcome to your podcast for the 2022, the first one. Bishop Rudolph, how are you doing? Good afternoon, my brother. How are you doing? And happy new year to you and to everybody listening on this afternoon. Oh, it is truly great. Had a very, very wonderful uh, New Year, uh, New Year's Eve celebration going into the new year. You know, my birthday is on New Year's Eve, so that's always a good, oh. <laughs> good day. Uh, so I have, ch- I've been having church on my birthday for many, many years, Bishop. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the best way to do it is to have your birthday and then have church as you go into the new year. But happy, happy birthday, and also happy New Year. Uh, happy. Happy New Year to you. How was your church service? I know you preached up some. Well, we had an awesome service, and there were a couple of people who the Lord had healed. The church just went up. I mean, the church just went up. So we're excited about what the Lord is doing there at the Calvary Church of God in Christ in Malvern, Arkansas, and thankful to God that he has blessed us to to have had a wonderful watch night service. Oh, praise be to God. And now let us get started with the first podcast of 2022 by opening up with prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for seeing another year, another opportunity, another door to give you praise. Now, Lord, I ask that you would bless me as I attempt to minister your word via this podcast on today and let all of our listeners be blessed through your word. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And Bishop, I've been waiting to get into this one because when I looked at the topic, losing my religion, I was like, oh, my Lord, because I hear a lot of old folks say, but well, you're going to make me lose my religion. I need to lay down my religion. You don't, you don't <laughs> put you don't put it on me. I put this to the side for right now. So I want us to look at this truly from a biblical perspective. And I'm just going to start with this is losing my religion necessarily a bad thing. Well, that's the angle that this podcast today is going on, and that's the angle we are going to use, that losing your religion, losing your religion is not a bad thing at all, and we're going to talk about that. Let's go to the book of James. Let's go to the book of James, the first chapter, verses 26 through 27, and James is a powerful writer. If you've never written, uh, never been able to read that book. You you need to read the book of James as it relates to what seems to be religious as opposed to what we think is religious and what is right in our sight versus the sight of the Lord. Let's look at James, the first chapter, verses 26 through 27, and you'll find these words recorded. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth 
not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain, pure religion and undefiled before God. And the father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep them himself unspotted from the world. If any man among you seems or seem to be religious, well, I want to lose my religion on this afternoon. Let me tell you where I uh, get that, Mr. Speaker. Of course, as you know, uh, oftentimes people say, I almost lost my religion. I almost put my religion down and did something uh, that they wanted to do. You better be glad I'm saved. You better be glad I'm holy. Well, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I think when people use it in that sense, um, I know what they're trying to say. Uh, but on today, I'm saying that I want to lose my religion. I want to lose my sense of religion because I want everything about me to be about God. That word religious or religion refers to believing in a certain religion. Uh, people who are, who are deeply religious and moralistic are individuals that we think are just good, solid people. But it takes more than religion to get into the kingdom of God. It takes more than just being religious to see heaven and to make heaven our home. And I I, I get this. I, I saw, and I think most of us who saw the movie where Chadwick Boseman played the role of James Brown. I, I know, I, Mr. Speaker, I, I'm thinking you saw that movie and, and some other people might have yes. seen that movie uh, who are listening on today, but James Brown, he was the godfather of soul. He was Mr. Dynamite, soul brother number one. And he had a career, as you all know, for over 50 years. And he was just an awesome R&B singer, dancer, musician, record producer, band leader, you name it. He was the progenitor of the funk music era. And he was just a major figure in the 20th century music. But uh, there were times when he would speak to people and he would say, you're going to make me come out of myself and uh, don't make me lose my religion. And what James Brown was saying is that sometimes I'm going to put this aside to come out of myself and be something else. And that's not something that you want. But I declare to you on today, listeners, that I want you to come out of yourself. I want you to lose your religion. And I want to say also to everyone listening that you need to lose your religion and losing your religion is a good thing because you can be religious, but it doesn't mean that you're holy. You can be religious, but it doesn't mean that you are sanctified. And Brother James talks about losing your religion and the fact that it is a good thing. Well, one of the first things I believe that a person must do if they want to lose, truly lose their religion is found in verse 26. And it centers on controlling your tongue. That's it. Controlling your tongue. If you look at verse 26, again, it says, and bridleth not his tongue and bridleth not his tongue. If you seem to be religious and you can't keep your mouth, that is one of the most dangerous situations that anybody can be into. I, and I want to let you know that it's vital 
to keep a tight rein on one of the most dangerous muscles in our body. And that's the tongue. Because with our tongue, we can say things to people. We can hurt people. We can create havoc. We can create scandal because we can say something that is not true. So we have got to control our tongue, Mr. Speaker. And so in that case, in losing your religion, that is a good thing. And then if we go into verse 27, we find another point. And that point is, in addition to controlling your tongue, you also have to be able to help those who cannot help themselves. I want you to understand that as a saint of God, as a child of God, you are not saved or you are not you have not committed your life to God just so that you can just be in church or that you are safe. Just because you're saved doesn't necessarily mean that you are safe. And so in verse 27, it talks about helping those individuals who cannot help themselves. It's very difficult for me to see you as a saved, sanctified believer if you do not reach and help people who cannot help themselves. In verse 27, it talks about that we are supposed to visit the fatherless, meaning we are to visit and take care of the orphans. We are supposed to visit the widows in their affliction. So in addition to keeping ourselves unspotted from the world, which we will talk about in just a minute, we have got to take care of those individuals who cannot take care of themselves. And I have a problem with anybody in, uh, in the political realm as well as the religious realm who is not concerned about helping those individuals who cannot do for themselves. The Bible tells us that we have to be there for the least of these. And if we're not, we don't have a place in the kingdom of heaven. So my first two points is we've got to control our tongue, Mr. Speaker. And we also have to be able to help those people who cannot help themselves in order for us to lose our religion. Definitely. And I really, really like that, that, that tongue. James speaks to the tongue as well over in chapter three, when he talks about every sea creature, everything can be tamed, but that tongue is something that's challenging to tame and cannot be. It's just fiery. And also looking at the concept of religion. When I, when I think about religion, I tend to think of all the ritualistic things coming to church, doing this, all the traditions. And I think that's where we get caught up in and overlooking the actual word of God being like the Pharisees, adding so much to what God has spoken and not even doing the things like controlling that tongue and showing genuine love, which is true religion. What's your take? Oh, Bishop? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. We need to, do these things and other things in order to to lose our religion and and losing your religion is a good thing because you want to lose yourself and lose what you think and in most cases we think the traditional things are what is going to allow us to go to glory but that's not the case so we have to be very careful mr speaker we must be very careful we must control our tongue we must help those who cannot help themselves and losing our religion is a good thing well uh, the the last thing i want to share with the listeners on today is that in addition to those two things you have to also do one last thing and that is 
you have got to keep the standard of holiness. Let's look at verse 27 again from James 1, verse 27, at the very last portion of that verse where it says, and to keep himself unspotted from the world, to keep himself unspotted from the world. Well, the world they are trying to give us another standard of how we're supposed to live. And they are doing it. They're very successful in doing it. It is inundated on our television commercials and our television shows. Uh, it is all around us in what we wear, what we do, how we involve ourselves in various uh, situations. And so the world is trying to give us another standard. But according to Romans 12, 1 and 2, Paul tells us this, and I want to hinge my thought on this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In other words, not only should we keep the standard of holiness, in addition to controlling our tongue and helping those people who cannot help themselves, this allows us to lose our religion. But check this out. We are also supposed to be able to lose our minds. So don't just lose your religion but lose your mind because Paul tells me that uh, you're not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. In other words, you lose your old mind and you renew the things that are good within it and go forth to do something else and to change your mindset. So be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your Mind. So the standard of holiness is so important for us to come to a point in our life with Christ to know there is one true standard. And it's not what we think. It's not our opinion. But that true standard comes from the word of God, that we are to walk in holiness. We are to center our lives around and through holiness. And we've got to be very careful of how we represent the kingdom. And that's the type of individual that I want to be today. I want to lose my religion so that I can gain a different kind of religion. I want to lose my religion so that I can gain the strong standard of holiness that I need in today's world. People are watching us. They may never attend church. They may never watch our church services online. But I promise you, my friends, that they are watching how we do what we do. And so Paul is begging of us, lose your mind, renew your mind, change yourself, present your bodies a living sacrifice, be holy, be acceptable unto God. It's your reasonable service. It's only what we're supposed to do. And I want to keep the standard of holiness.
as as you were talking, Bishop, several things came to mind. Those are some excellent points. When you talked about holiness and people are watching us, it reminded me of a poem where the phrase says, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one any day. And as you were talking, you know, as Church of God in Christ, I had to go over to Hebrews 12 and 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord, which leads me to this, Bishop, when you're talking about losing your religion and losing your mind. What is holiness? How can I be holy? And how do I renew my mind? Well, that sounds like another podcast within itself. It it really (laughs) does. I mean it. But uh, I can just in summary say this, uh, that holiness is a way of life. Holiness, sometimes people get it confused. Holiness is a way of life. Holiness is what we live toward and what we live to. Uh, that's holiness. And the standard is something that we cannot throw away. And with that being said, how can you do it? Well, you have, ex- you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. The Bible tells us, and we've quoted this scripture so many times, for God so loved the world. In John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I like verse 17, where it says, God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God does not condemn you for what you have done wrong, but he allows you to have a way of escape. And I thank God for that way of escape. So I am thankful that I have accepted him as my personal savior. I am thankful that I've given my life to him. I am thankful that he has infused me with the Holy Spirit that he gave to the believers on the day of Pentecost in the upper room. I'm thankful for that. Now, let me live not only the standard of holiness, but let me live in a holy way. Now, again, I know it is not the easiest thing to be by yourself or be separate uh, from the world. Let's just be very honest. It's not an easy thing. The Bible tells us to come out from among them, not meaning for us not to be involved with people, but it means that the standard that they have and the mindset that they have as far as living uh, a, a life where you can do any and everything, you need to come away from that. But the thing I like about this saying is that once I come away from it, what am I going to? I'm going to a life of holiness. I'm going to a life of joy and peace. I'm going to a life where I can help those who cannot help themselves. And I'm going to control my tongue in the process of doing it and live the true holy way that I am supposed to live. Uh, So that, in, in essence, is uh, coming to the standard of holiness and living a holy life in this present world. Any um, things on renewing my mind? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, The mindset that you have is here because it is innate within us. We were born and we were born with a, a mindset. Simple as that. And that is the way it is. But when you're born again, your mind is renewed to a new way of life. And the big mama used to say it like this. I don't go to the places I used to go. I don't do the things that I used to do. I've got a new way of living. I have a new way of giving. I have a new mindset. And that's how your mind 
is renewed. Your mind is transformed. You are transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, you are transformed simply by the renewing of your mind. And so when I accepted the Lord as my Savior, I have a whole new mindset. And I know that the enemy wants me to fail, but because of my new mindset and my new area of doing what God wants me to do, I am brand new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. I'm brand new. I have a new way of doing what I do and I have a new way of thinking. And that's how my mind is renewed each and every day. Thank you so very much, Bishop, teaching us today about controlling the tongue, helping people who cannot help themselves and keeping that standard of holiness when it comes to the concept of losing my religion. At this time, is there anyone today that has a question for the bishop regarding losing my religion? Have a question uh, that's coming. Uh, uh, Micah, what is your question for the bishop on today? Hey everyone, uh, thank you for having me on. Yes, I have a question uh, on that topic. What would you say to someone, uh, it's actually me, uh, who's on the point of losing his, well, atheistic religion and wants to make a leap of faith towards something more sustainable? What would you say? Well, Micah, I would say that, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm thankful that you're, you're on today. And I would just say that if you are looking for a new walk, um, I can invite you to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Accept him knowing that it is not going to be an easy situation once you give your life to God, because the, the enemy is always going to be on you to try to get you to do things differently. But I tell you, the best thing I ever did in my life was to give my life to the Lord and accept him as my personal savior. And I have someone that is there with me at all times. And I'm so thankful for that. If, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and if you believe that he was risen on the third day, you can accept him as your personal savior and you will have a brand new life. I'm, I'm a witness in that. And his Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. Well, thank you very much. Oh, yes, sir. I hope you could uh, hear what I was saying. Um, there was a brief uh, interlude there, but uh, but uh, I, I would accept him. Uh, as my personal savior and uh, you, you just ask him to forgive you of your sins and he will come into your life and you can live the way you're supposed to live. And uh, I, I would just encourage you after you have done that, join a Bible believing church, get the teaching and the training that you need in order to do uh, what God wants you to do in your life. And mm -hmm. um, if I had uh, doubts and questions, because uh, my mindset currently has been very, um, how do you call it? reductionistic like a uh, reductionist uh, not wanting to accept things that um, are not proven by uh, logic or empirical evidence but i feel like i want to believe it because it's so helpful well i micah i can i let me just do this uh, micah i, I want to pray with you uh do you do you want to make that commitment uh, possibly today your commitment to uh to accept the lord as your personal savior well i will be willing to yes <laughs> Well, let, do you mind me praying with you now? If you don't mind, just repeat some words with me and, and uh, pray with me now and accept him as your personal Savior. Uh, would that be, I, I think that's totally appropriate uh, if you'd like to do that. 
you you do believe uh, in God. You believe in Jesus Christ. I, I'm I'm assuming that that you do because you're listening to this uh, podcast on the day. And I I just believe that you you believe. Do you believe that He died for your sins and that He is now on the right hand of the Father? Michael, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just. Uh... <laughs> I guess I do believe that the that is the truth that I have to live. Well, well, Micah, I can do this. I, I'm going to have a word of prayer with you, and I ask that you repeat these words after me. And if you really mean them in your heart, Micah, you will have a brand new uh, lease on life. Uh, let's do this. I want you to just repeat these words with me. Can you do that, Micah? Sure. Yes. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For this opportunity, for this opportunity, to accept you, to accept you as my personal savior, as my personal savior, I do believe that you died for my sins. I do believe that you died for my sins, and you were risen on the third day. And you were risen on the third day. Right now, I accept you. Right now, I accept you as my personal savior. As my personal savior, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, forgive me of my sins and anything I've done wrong in my life and anything I've done wrong in my life. And I will live for you in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, and I will live for you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Michael, Amen. <laughs> you've made a you've made a total confession of your sins. You've made a commitment uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would uh, go to a Bible believing church. As a matter of fact, when this podcast is over, we can talk uh, personally. Uh, and and get guide you into a Bible believing church where you will be taught the word and you'll be able to understand what the word is saying to not only to the church, but also to you. And uh, you are you've committed your life to God. And I want to congratulate you because on this podcast, the first podcast of the new year, you committed your life to God. And I think that is outstanding. And uh, I'm here with you and for you. And if you would just stay on, uh, we'll talk to you further about that. Well, I just want to thank you. Well, That's thank really, you, uh, it's hard to uh, comprehend the words, and I tr will try to um, live up to them. So, Yes, sir. Well, and, yeah, I appreciate you staying on, sir. And Micah, I ask that you please go ahead and follow myself and the bishop here on Clubhouse. I've already followed you. That way we can definitely stay in touch and continue to work with you as you take this journey and walk in the love of Christ. So please make sure you follow um Everybody in the room, if possible, but at the very least, follow the bishop and follow myself. Done. Thank you. you Thank know. you, Mike. Is there anyone else who has a question for the bishop before we close on today? All right, Bishop, give us a summary um, that we can close out on today. Yes, sir. Well, religion, Mr. Speaker, can often become a byword. It's just something that we use. And, and, and religion can be steeped more in tradition than in God's word. And, and we know that. And I think we've discussed a lot of that on today. But God has a desire, and that is that we learn to bite our tongues and we need to lend a helping hand to those in need. And we also need to keep ourselves pure and undefiled, according to the scripture, while remaining lights in the world that's so dark. And so when we lose our religion, we learn how to bite our tongue. We learn how to help those who need help. And we also learn how to keep ourselves pure and undefiled. And I am just so excited today that I can lose my religion in order to leave the, my past behind and leave the things of this world behind and 
go for what Jesus wants me to do in my life and to follow his will. So I am on this first podcast of the year. I encourage everyone to lose your religion, to lose your traditional sense of thinking certain things, but to give your life to Jesus Christ and accept him and live for him. Thank you all for listening on today. And I'm so happy uh, that someone accepted the Lord as their personal savior on this podcast. Thank you so very much for this profound teaching on today, Bishop Rudolph. Want to thank everyone for listening today it is our first podcast of 2022. And I'm your facilitator, Vincent T. Edwards. And you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, always keeping you focused in the right direction. Please visit the website www.robertgrudolph.org and once again happy new year and you've been listening to on point with bishop robert g rudolph on point keeping you focused in the right direction